everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Jill. How are you? Oh, I'm still on recovery mode from <laughs> Stampede Week. So um, it's been a tough realization that I'm not in my 20s and cannot be out that late at night, one night a week. Honestly, the first Stampede back from, like, after, when I came back from uh, university... I think I went out every single night, like including sneak a peek. And like, you probably went to the, your job the next day. Yes. Like, and now the thought of going out one night is just like too, too much, too much. Like I was out, like not even drinking. Like I'm not even in like a hangover state. I'm just in like, I'm really tired because I did right. too many things in one day state. You're in a sleep I mean, hangover. It did start with some dramatics when I had to like perform a full um, like Grey's Anatomy life lesson, like similar to, to yours from a couple weeks ago on a Random Stranger. So it, the adrenaline was up and down quite a bit during the day, but honestly, after you told me that story, I was like, I would have left. Like I, <laughs> I would have been in no state to like be around anybody. I would just been like, I have to go. I'm so sorry. Basically, we were, like, standing, waiting to get into the grounds, which, like, the doors apparently don't open to 11. Who knew? Um, so we are like, standing around there. And basically Wait, they didn't open until 11 and people well, wanted you to meet at 9.30 for parking? Yes. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so taking that in. We're there. And it's, like, it's warm for sure. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm toasty because you're in denim and boots. But, but it's not, like, hot yet because it's still morning. And this, yeah. like, teenager goes down like a lump of bricks. This first, first, actually, I need to back up because first we're there and there's this guy and he's, like, on the ground repairing cracks in the cement. Amazing. With, we're, like, like, literally there's, like, hundreds of people and, like, surely there's a better time that you can be doing this. Like, and thank the, you for your service, sir, but this yeah. is not the week. Like. <laughs> Like, I don't even know who would have sent him and been like, that's the spot you need to be yeah, facing like, this go. in. And, like, they weren't, like, massive cracks either. Like, if you hadn't done anything to them, no one was tripping on them, no one was stumbling. <laughs> and the, like, stampede lady that was kind of, like, crowd control directions kind of thing came to him and she was like, so if you wait, like, 15 minutes, this whole area will be kind of cleared because the gates will open and people will be able to go in. So, like, why don't you just take a break? And he's like, oh, I can't take a break. I just got here at 9. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, we're on city time here. Right? Like. She's like, I'm telling you, just take a paid break. It's all good. No one will notice. And like, so she's just had that. He's like, absolutely refusing to take a break. Like, of course, like the, the hardest worker, the hardest worker in the city has ever employed in this man. <laughs> like, kudos to him. And he's got his little like push cart that has like his bag of cement <sighs> and like water on it. And we're just like laughing because it's like in the middle of the queue and then it ended up being a good thing that he didn't take his break because this girl passes out has a seizure I'm not really sure but like oh my god and like hits her head like that's what I heard first was like the sound <gasps> her Shit, her head. yeah because I actually thought it was something falling off of this concrete cart 
And um, so then I made him like move the cart so that it like barrier, like barricaded her so that people were oh, like, oh, great. Well done, Jill. I'm oh, impressed. Like, I was like exquisite in this emergency situation. Like, fight or flight just like kicked in immediately. As like every other person around is just like, hmm, not my problem. And like, this girl is like, like convulsing out of it. She's hit her head. She's quite like, she's young. And then like, she comes to and like, found her dad because he wasn't with her because she like told him she was gonna go for a walk which like should have been his first clue like there's not a walk you're in a cage right so anyways it was like very dramatic and then I had to like like yell at this person to go find a medic and that person to get water and like everyone I feel like I hope it wasn't hard to find a medic like I hope it took longer than I thought it wow okay first because first we had to find like a stampede worker who could like page them and then because like because I thought because they when I was taking so long I was like should I just call 911 but I was like I don't know how they're gonna find right like you know I'm like I'm at the entrance of Stampede like you know so she paged them and then they're like okay great we can see you and I was like well if they can see you why are they not getting here quicker like you know they can't be far being like in a helicopter yeah what the fuck and she was conscious by that time but like she was still very out of it because she like kept trying to get up and I was like yeah. you have to sit here like tell me your name like tell me what you had for breakfast this morning like I, oh my like, god Jill wow Impressed. oh yeah like I was like on it and even like, the people that I were that I was with like no didn't do anything I was like okay see you at the rodeo <laughs> like, bye so, um, yeah, it was a very, very big start to the morning. And then you're just like, oh, okay, now I just got to go sit and watch some cowboys. So Now I hope I don't have a seizure from the right? heat. Like, my like God. Like a stress seizure. Right. <laughs> I've only witnessed one seizure in my life. I don't know if that's what it yeah. was or if it was passing out. Like, she she wasn't, like, in convulsing. There was, okay. she was like, she, like, nothing visibly. But she just didn't look like someone who was, like, unconscious. Like, yeah. her face was, like, in this, like, frozen kind of state. So, like, oh, that's geez. what kind of made that's what it was. Because, it like, I've seen people pass out before, and it just didn't look like that. Yeah. Um, so, like, but, oh. again, like, like, I mean, you don't have anything there. The paramedics come. You know, I feel like her dad still wanted to go into the grounds. And I'm like, yeah. I think she should home like or to the hospital right like we you should probably get this checked out because like at a minimum she has a concussion exactly like she like hit her head hard yeah on that freshly repaired concrete (laughs) she probably has like concrete bits in her hair Probably. And all I could think of was, like, the poor girl's, like, in white shorts, and she's, like, literally lying on across these, like, cracks that he's just filled with the concrete. It's like, they're, her whole oh. outfit was ruined. Oh, God. So. At least no one saw her in it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, yikes. Yeah. Yikes, yikes, yikes. I'm kind of glad, like, teenager, she was there with her dad versus, yeah. like, being there with, like, idiot Other friends. Because, yeah. like, I think about my friends that I went to Stampede with when I was, like, 15 or 16. Like, no one would be able to help me. Well, and that was part of it, too, why, like, I was surprised that no one reacted because it was, like, first thing in the morning with, like, a child. No one's drinking. Know, right? Like, it, this wasn't, like, the kind of situation where someone's had, like, so much booze and can't handle it. And yeah. And like, to get their stomach pumped. Like, we weren't in that kind of scenario here. So, yeah. you know, like, obviously it's a problem. And, yeah, it was just, like, I don't know. I guess y- you obviously, like, hear of those kind of circumstances where, like, people just don't react 
well in emergencies or yeah. they think someone else is handling it or something but like it was kind of sad to see because I'm like man like what if this was your kid especially like, with no one like yeah that's like a large group of people and for you to be the only one to react is like shocking yeah like you know like one guy had water so he like offered it and everything but like yeah yeah it would just yeah it was like I said if it was your kid what would what would right. you want people to react like so well, in other sad and disappointing news, the end of Johnny has come. <laughs> I went from sad to mad. To so, so angry. Quickly. <laughs> like, okay, like, like, we knew, I knew months ago, like. Oh, the second I, we found out Meredith was pregnant, we knew that he yeah, wasn't coming back. He wasn't but, coming back. And like, but the whole thing was, okay, we're sad about it. You gave us like eight years. We got nothing for you. You like you kind of Which, screwed like, us over. I get like, on that. Point. I get the not getting anything because like at the end of the day, we had like a good season last year. Like yes. you couldn't trade him in the middle of it when he's no. like you know the the cornerstone to us like making playoffs and seeing yeah. any sort of success. And so I do understand why they couldn't like get a return move him. From him. I get that, but he but, waited to the last possible minute. Yes. To- I, and, like, all along, he'd been, like, saying, I like Calgary. I Calgary love is, Calgary. Like, yeah. His like, family had been liking tweets about Johnny going back to Calgary. And then it was, like. Johnny's dad loves Calgary. I'm sorry. Right? Like, and, and, like, you know, there had been talk for a long time about his interest in playing in, on the East Coast, closer to home. And so, like, the leading candidates was New Jersey and Philly. Yeah. Philly, like, no way was going to be able to clear the cap space. Like, they just. There was just no possibility. So it was Plus, like, no of, offense, but imagine watching Johnny play with torts. Like, I just, in no world can I see that. <laughs> I could only because I don't think there's that big of a difference between torts and Sutter, other than, like, Sutter just doesn't say what he's thinking where torts does, but I still think they're, like, equal hard asses kind of thing, <laughs> old style. Like, not fans of that kind of play, but, yeah. and he did well under Sutter, but... Yeah, it came out that he, you know, okay, was he decided he wasn't going to return to Calgary. You know, the Flames, like, the numbers were published, and he, they were offering him, like, far more than I felt that they should. Like, it would have handcuffed us so badly. They And they basically said that. They were like, we felt uncomfortable with the amount of money we were offering him. Yeah, but it was, like, all things on the table to try to get him to stay. Yeah. And then he like shocks the NHL world <laughs> by signing in Columbus oh. with the Blue Jackets. Like I couldn't name you five players off of Columbus if no. that was my head. Like so, Boone. I think there's one guy Boone. Enjoy like Patrick Liney like until he gets <laughs> run out of town again because like he obviously has an attitude problem. Like yeah, I like, don't know. Like their goaltender is like. I don't know. They're no closer to being a cup contender than Calgary is. And probably oh further. God. They're like miles behind. Like so we like, have a Vezina like nominated goaltender. Goalie. We have a Selkie, you know, nominated. We probably should have two Selkie nominees on our like yeah. contenders. Like, you know, we've got a strong defensive core. Like, yeah. like we don't have a hundred point player now, but like, Come so you're on. not going there to win a cup. We do. No. Well, Chucky, but TBD. <laughs> well, he left. So he left $15 million on the table. Yeah. So like huge slap in the face in terms of like where 
like the financial piece of it. It's not really closer to home. It's still like an eight hour, like drive five hour flight kind yeah. of thing. I did look up. They have like 30 flights a day between New Jersey and Columbus, but like <laughs> still, still a flight that you probably have to transfer. Yeah. Like you, you know, it's not any more easy or difficult to get yeah. to Calgary from where he's coming from, especially when you're like, you're making that many millions a year. Just and I'm sorry, like, are you planning to travel that much during the season anyways? Like, regardless of where you're playing, unless you're playing in your home city, like New Jersey, where your family is, like, yeah. you're not just doing a quick jaunt on the weekend to go home. So He, like, literally said that he's, like, never even been in Columbus other than, like, between the hotel and the arena. And, like, but I he's so up, excited to play there. Their fans seem phenomenal. Yeah, well. so I, like, Googled, like, top ten things to do in Columbus, Ohio, and, like, couldn't find one thing on that list that I'd be like, yeah. Ohio State fun. University is the, like, biggest draw for Columbus, I think. Like, at least, like, in, I don't know, like, Cincinnati or, like, Cleveland. Like, you can go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, like, yeah. like Columbus. Yeah. So, like, he looks like a tool. Um, yeah. The entire hockey world is, like, what's happened? He's not still not come out. We're, like, a week later, and he still has not come out and said, like, thank you to the city of Calgary. Thank you, Calgary. Thank you yeah. He's totally destroyed his legacy here. Like, I will boo him. <laughs> I'm not even gonna wear my Johnny jersey. Like, no, it's like we must burn it's never it. Never being worn again, and I will do him on January 23rd when he returns. Although I bet you ten dollars he fakes an injury, so he doesn't have to come back. Right. Honestly, it's just like it was just such a bad. Like everyone, everyone was shocked. Like all the news analysts. There who wasn't were posting like about it was one person who predicted Columbus. No, everyone was like, if you are in Calgary or a fan of Calgary, like you are basically waking up being like WTF yeah. has happened. There and was, um, he left us like, he basically told us days before the deadline, like, okay, JK, hours. not signing with you. Yeah, hours before the deadline. But there was one news anchor in Calgary who, like, does, like, the early news and the late news. And so he's <laughs> the early, early news. And he's like, you know, I'll be back at 11 unless a news station in Columbus offers me a lot less money than I'll be <laughs> there. So good. But, yeah, yeah, it was just, like, so disappointing to see. It kind of, like, there's still quite a few free agents that, like, haven't landed yeah. like a lot of the bigger ones like Kadri has still hasn't signed I'm shocked he hasn't signed yet like I think for him like the dollars aren't aren't there and like if the dollars aren't there he probably just wants to stay in Colorado then and yeah. so they, but they would have some work to do to to fit him in yeah um like you still haven't seen like a Phil Kessel sign his probably is like <laughs> very much determinant determined on like is the team he goes to gonna let him play out his Ironman streak or are they gonna be like you're in the press box, like Keith Yandel situation kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Which you would hope Subban. some team. Yeah. PK. I saw PK was still out there. Yeah. Um, But you would hope some team would pick up Kessel and just let him ride out the streak. Like it. And then as soon as he ties it, bench him. <laughs> well, he's already got it. Cause didn't he pass Yandel when Yandel got bent? Like, I thought he was still far enough behind that he'd still need games from next season. Oh, even yeah. so, it would probably only be a couple. Yeah. Um, like John Klingberg. Kling um, from Dallas. 
um, Sonny Milano, which was one which was interesting because he was that one that scored that like wild goal in Anaheim from from Trevor Zegers, where he like <laughs> batted it out of the air. Um, yeah, but I don't know, like just quite a few that are like haven't yeah. really landed yet. Um, there's you know there's arbitration filings going on right now, so I think like 24 players opted for arbitration. Um, Three flames, teams. two of note. I don't care about Matthew Phillips. You should. Um, he is the future, but um, okay. I'm not but sure I mean, he he's going to get here. At this right. Point, like, but... has he played a game yet for the Flames? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably missed it. But like, but Brad... is going to get is going to get paid absolutely. Yeah. And like, he went to arbitration last. Uh, he fought. He filed for it, and then I think they didn't do it, and he held yeah. out. Um. Model but boy. like, I would like to discuss Model Boy because, like, wow, he has really just gone from holding on to the ropes every season like to the day we've basically started training camp and he's like on a plane over to like filing for arbitration because he thinks he had that amazing season well arbitration kind of does a couple different things um so they are all restricted free agents so they were all given qualifying offers and that qualifying offer is based off of your previous year's contract so Shillington last year was on a one-year league minimum deal, seven hundred fifty thousand. Oh, right. yeah. So his qualifying offer only had to be—I I don't remember—it has to be the same as that, or like or a like certain a percentage higher. Yeah, but they basically qualified him at the, the bare minimum. That and that basically just kicks off the process. We intend to work negotiate, yeah, negotiate with you. Um, and if we can't, we will trade your rights or go through our arbitration. Yeah. And there's player-elected arbitration, and then there's Team, team. So Manjapani, Shillington, and Phillips have all filed for their Quite. their arbitration, where like both parties get the chance to kind of bash each other and like you know, <laughs> you're not as good of a player. Like the yeah. ice will just go in and like show the highlight reel of like him playing without Tanev. Um, and like, yeah, four games of the Oilers series, they'll be like, it's, "This is not worth." Let us now. remind you what you can yeah. do without. <laughs> um. But then the the Flames filed for arbitration for Matthew Kachuk. So he had the option to, but his qualifying offer was like $9 million. Right. Um, so like, boy, you're getting like part of that money that we basically were reserving well, for Johnny. Getting, he's getting all of it. And that's yeah. largely why the, his contract wasn't in place already because they needed to yeah. figure out the Johnny situation. But, um, but this essentially allows, he can't be offer sheeted now. So I don't think the Flames really are doing this because, like, they don't think they'll come up with a number, but they didn't want someone to go and offer sheet Offer him, sheet him. Put him at a, put him at a price yeah. that, like, which, you know, I'm sure New Jersey can afford $10 million. So yeah. So they've gone and done that. And then now you don't have the money for Ranjapani. You don't have the money for Shillington. Um, yeah. Because I think the Flames probably be more comfortable around, like, $7, 8000000 million. And um, so, yeah, you don't want someone coming in at yeah. 10 and then your hands are tied. So the other big notable name that I saw on the arbitration list is uh, Jesse Poyarvi from Edmonton. Um, because like, wow, could I have not heard his name like any more times during that season? So, like, you know, I assume he's also going to get paid a decent amount. I mean, who knows? Because they also signed Kane to quite a big, big deal. Um so who knows how much they have to go around, but he was yeah. the only other one that really like stood out. 
Yeah, I mean, usually you don't go to arbitration with like star players. Like normally, yeah. there's like enough, you know, negotiations. It's usually players who are like betting on themselves. Like they had a crappy yeah. season on their contract year, and they think that like they're, you know, so they want something that's like, you know, reflects their previous years or. Like, you know, and good examples are the Shillingtons, the Magic Pennies of the past, yeah. Dubai before, like, you know, where we just didn't really know if they were going to do anything. So you give them like a short term deal, but they want long term and money and the team wants short and not money because, you know, last <laughs> because you're stopped. unproven. Yeah. yeah. So like Magic bet it on, bet on himself. He signed a, you know, a two year, a two year deal and like exploded this last yeah. season. So yeah. like is in line for like a massive pay increase um Shillington as well to to some extent right like he like you said he went from we hadn't even signed him until (laughs) last possible minute like like literally we flew all the Swedes out together and he's on like some separate coach flight like he got his like contract like minutes before Michael Stone got his so like you know that it wasn't a priority right and um but then he had a he had a really good strong season playing with a very solid defenseman yeah and I think that'll be like the foundation of the flames like point so we just also can't have Tanev go down well I mean that was for more reasons than one but that is one yeah we did also lose Good Branson, who signed also in Columbus for a ridiculous like, amount of money. Right. Um, like there are a lot of Flames players that we lost where I'm like, wow, honestly, goodbye, because like I would not pay you that much money. Like I don't know if they're paying Good Branson because he's like going to do part time modeling for them Mom, or something. As but, he like, should, but four million dollars for like for what was our like bottom pairing D. Yeah. Um, this year, like, good riddance. And um, then uh, Callie uh, Yarvin. Signing a contract really. on his wedding day. On his wedding day. <laughs> for $2 million. Like, dude for came to Calgary. Years. Did like, nothing. Like, not even, like, you could overpay someone for one year, and I right. could excuse that, but a four-year deal at 2.1 AV, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's he insane. scored one goal in garbage time in 40 games. Right, right. Like, yeah. So, you know what? Be on your day. It didn't work for you to play with your cousin and your bestie, <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, it is. I'm very curious how that whole wedding situation went down because I believe both Markstrom and Linto were like grooms in the wet. Yeah, they were in the wedding. Yeah, and then like he's like literally like I just assume like you know you put the marriage license down, you put the NHL contract down, and you just sign both. (laughs) Which I I would like to discuss the NHL process for signing contracts because (laughs) we saw a TikTok of a player who signed. I forget who he signed with. But it's his girlfriend who is filming him as they go sign his – they have to go to Staples to print out his NHL contract and sign it because she jokes like they're too poor to afford a printer. And, like, why why are we not using DocuSign? (laughs) So, yeah, so this guy, he is signing with the Sabres. um, Okay. And, yeah, so he gets a a contract um, and, like, has to run to – staples to print it because he can't sign through DocuSign and like honestly I feel like I could really relate to that situation because like when I got my job I also didn't have a printer (laughs) and like I mean this was like 
eight years ago so like DocuSign wasn't quite so common and I remember having to go and like print and sign it at Staples um I've literally just purchased a printer within the last like two months to print return labels smart yeah because you can't print those at work anymore now that we're there (laughs) um but yeah I am I mean I I'm assuming that they were joking largely about not being able to afford it because he's been in the NHL for a couple of years but um it was still pretty funny just watching the the TikTok um filming of of him like in his like flip-flops trying to get to staples (laughs) to sign his his NHL deal Uh, um also things we learned from TikTok this week in sports world I learned about Zach Wilson. Oh my God. I love this story so much. <laughs> so he so is he's a, the quarterback for the Jets. Yes. And if you didn't know about him before, allow us to educate you. So he was with this girl who I believe was like his high school or college sweetheart yeah. for quite a long time. And then all of a sudden, one of his ex teammates from I forget what they went to college together. I don't BYU. think they played BYU. And I think that's important. It BYU. is. It is very important. Yeah. In, in we know because in this story, so they didn't play. They don't play in the NFL together, but they went to BYU together. And all of a sudden, him this this ex college teammate and Zach Wilson's ex girlfriend hard launch on Instagram with like <laughs> posts tagging each other and everyone is like what in the world is going on like she's basically a trophy wife like just climbing her way amongst he must also play in the He's, NFL yeah he plays for the commanders in Washington now as a wide okay. receiver yeah um so like just climbing her way through the NFL like social status to the point where she commented on someone like re or responded to someone's comment saying uh summation i didn't leave him he's sleeping with his mom's friends <laughs> which is like like and like that was just left as like a little nugget in the comment yeah, section just, of, of instagram tiktok like wherever the social media post originated but just like a little like bomb drop and like now it's wild because there's all these claims that this like NFL player is sleeping with his mom's best friends um and like multiple multiple yeah like not just one um but then so Wilson then came onto Instagram after a couple days and posted some pictures of him like golfing or something like that and was like what I like poor cell service what did I miss so like obviously referencing this whole this nightmare of drama that's gone through but wow honestly bless her like thank you if the the mormon culture has like given me nothing in the past like 32 years of my life they have given me so much this year and i just thank them for that what i love is like the other like jets players commenting on it and like like one said like that's my qb another one said legendary um like so i don't know how like confirmed it is but like the wilson's mom like posted like a very lengthy video on instagram this week as well where she like didn't really address it but like talked about like some other stuff and like i don't know it just honestly 
before whenever I thought of the Jets, all I could think of was uh, Mark Sanchez's butt fumble. <laughs> and now all I will think of is this. And I thank the Jets organization for those two memorable moments in my life. I just, sorry, I just need to look up if there is a Jets um, Washington game this year. Um, oh, because like please. I, I want nothing wait. more. Yeah. Um, if I just take a quick little look, see through their, uh, their game calendar here and get it to load. Don't they know? Does not look know like, oh. no, it does not. Unfortunately, all of this drama broke after the schedule makers did their job. So we shall. Oh my God. Like, could you imagine if they were just like, you know what? <laughs> Oh, if it was like game one, week one kind of thing. Like yeah. Monday night football is like these two. Changing plans, we're going to Washington. <laughs> Change of plans. Yeah. Um, amazing. Um, last sports topic, um, since we're on the topic of, of football, um, it did come out this week that Tom Brady's having a really tough time, um, not in returning to football, um, okay. but with, with parenting. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> what has he, he done now? He, you know, it's nothing to do with making out with his children this time. So that's okay, great. A nice We're past that. Um, however, he has just come out and said that he and Giselle are like too rich to effectively parent. So it's been wow. hard on them, and they just would like everyone to take like a quick moment of silence, RIP to their Bless parenting it. style, because like having that much money has been so no, like- hard on them. A problem I wish I had. Honestly, like relatable problems here all over the place. Like Me you know, too, thought, Tom. Me too. I thought Tom's biggest issue, you know, aside from making it with his children, was like was his... he couldn't eat strawberries or, um, you know, he'd never had one before. So, you know, I just, I was unaware that, you know, everyone has problems and you just don't see them. So, no, even filthy rich people. Be kind. Um, I would like to talk about some exciting drama that has exploded on my TikTok recently because I have somehow found my way onto uh, musical talk. Yes. And I have been following this girl who used to be on Hamilton. She used to be on Hamilton and then she left Hamilton to open Funny Girl. And so now I'm getting all these TikToks for musicals. So we should, so Funny Girl is a musical that, like, was last done in, like, the 60s with Barbara Streisand, and it, like, has not had a revival on Broadway until very recently, Yeah, but there was a lot of reference to Funny Girl in recent pop culture because it was, like, a very central storyline on Glee. Yes, and when they initially casted Funny Girl, the revival, it was widely discussed in the musical realm that Leah Michelle wanted to play Fanny, I believe yeah. her name is. Yes, Fanny Bryce. Because, I mean, that was the whole yeah. concept of Glee, was like, she yes. wanted to graduate and go to Broadway and be, play Funny, Fanny on, on Funny Girl. And, like, in the yeah. show, it happened. And so when the revival came, um, and I believe the creators of Glee were even involved in the revival at one point, like Ryan Murphy, I, I think. think. potentially. Yeah. So it was, like you said, very widely speculated that she was yeah. going to be selected as the, as the leading um, Fanny Bryce. Yeah. So in a plot twist, they cast as Fanny Bryce um, 
Jonah Hill's sister. Thank you. I was like, whose sister is she? And I was about to say Seth MacFarlane, but that's not right, obviously. No. Jonah Hill's sister. Bernie Fieldstein? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she gets cast. It the honestly reviews are awful. Yeah, like, it hasn't is, been on for very long. Yeah. And getting bad reviews, not mostly around her singing voice. Like yeah. not necessarily that the show is bad. Yeah. But like fairly enough, never knew she was a singer. No. Um, and you're singing a part made famous by Barbara Streisand. Like yeah. you need you need chops here. Yeah. So they're like not selling tickets. She basically, she had to take a leave of absence due to COVID. And then kind of when she came back, she all of a sudden had these other projects in the works. So she wasn't like fully at, like acting every night <clears throat> on the show. And then they all of a sudden announced that her last day is going to be in September. And like the musical world explodes and basically like everyone's talking about how it's going to go to Leah Michelle. And the way that it, it does. was handled, the way that it was handled though, like Not she, came, she came out and said that she was leaving the show, but it seemed a little bit more like she got fired. Yes. Um, yeah. She's now like even shortened the, t- she was yeah. the end of September. That's been shortened. She's saying she has tonsillitis, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think through the end of this month, to be quite honest, and then yeah. her understudies taking over and then Leah Michelle's coming in in September, I believe. Yeah. And ironically, one of the other leading characters in um, Funny Girl is played by Jane Lynch, who played Sue Sylvester with Leah Michelle. And she was supposed to leave the show, but she is now leaving early as well. So hers does not overlap Leah Michelle's time at all. So, like, obviously, people have created drama about this. Yes, because also a lot of there was a lot of talk, like, before all this Funny Girl drama. That Leah Michelle is um, not a very nice person to work yeah. with. Yeah, a lot and, of allegations against yes. like her treatment of um, people of color, yeah. um, the LGBTQ community. Like, yeah. Although yeah. my favorite conspiracy theory related to Leah Michelle is that she is illiterate and cannot yes. read. Because okay, on the so the girl that I like follow on TikTok, she posted. Um, something like not even related to this at all and someone in the comments was just like okay but like can she read (laughs) can you confirm if she can read or not yeah it's been it's been interesting but like ticket sales have skyrocketed skyrocketed like unfortunately in the broadway world drama directly relates to success there so like whatever you have to say about leah michelle like she can she sing. has yeah she can sing and she's done well on Broadway before like she was in I believe it was Spring Awakening with the guy who played one of her love interests on Glee um or West Side Story one of the two she did one of the two like on Broadway and I think that's kind of where she was like found um and met like Ryan Murphy and then this whole like Glee project came about I believe yeah. is what happened so she has like a proven success record on Broadway obviously she has the voice like she sung a ton of Barbara Streisand songs on Glee so yeah. 
And like she's very much, she's very much like a Broadway singer. Like I can't imagine her like doing like a pop song or something like that. Like there's a reason she didn't put out an album after Glee. Like that's not what her style is kind of thing. So, so I mean, good for Broadway because there were like discussions kind of before this was announced that like they would potentially close the doors for this project and Mm -hmm. um, whatever else. So um yeah we shall see we shall but see, yeah. exciting exciting yeah. I loved it it's been quite the like I said the conspiracy theory alone about her not being able to read it <laughs> so good um but it's I just have to say like algorithm on my dreams if she can't read like kudos to her for memorizing all those glee scripts for however many seasons it was on yeah, I mean, like, maybe she's, e- maybe it's easier for her because most of that was music. And so, like, she maybe. could, like, hear it and, and memorize it that yeah. way or something. Um, or, like, she just has someone beside her being, like, line by line, line, line. Yeah. Kind of thing, so. Yeah, but, so we'll see. Should be good, um, I'm sure. In other shocking news this week, it came out that Chloe Kardashian and Tristan <laughs> yes. Thompson are expecting another child via surrogate. Yeah. And Look, we have multiple times that the Kardashians do not stray from their baby daddy men. Yeah. Like, however, most of their baby daddy men do not like cheat on them blatantly, father children with other yes. strippers, hookers, whatever that Marilee girl was. She was a personal trainer, Jill. Sorry, sorry. Um, but it's come out that the timelines of when this surrogate is due. Like, she would have been pregnant at the time that that news story was breaking that Tristan Thompson had fathered a child with another woman. Because they've basically said, like, baby has already been born or is due, like, imminently. Yeah. So that means, I mean, she was, surrogate was pregnant, like, in October, November of last year. Yeah. What I do think is wild is, like, normally when heat drops like this on the Kardashians, um... Chris left Chris a little is. nugget of information elsewhere. Yeah. So like, I'm a little surprised that we didn't get Kylie's baby name as a distraction from all this drama because now there's like pictures on on everywhere about like Tristan like hand in hand with another girl in Greece. There was some speculation that it was the girl that Kanye was dating not long ago that uh, <laughs> um, started something with Jones. Started with a C. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about Uncut not, Joms. No, not Uncut Joms. <laughs> Um, the one after her that was like the Kim lookalike kind of thing. I must um, have skipped over her because I was too much into the other one. She got she got a tattoo, but um, oh, there, great. there was some speculation that it was her. It was disproven quickly, but okay. um, but like still very obvious. Like there's pictures of him in the clubs with yeah. girls holding hands in Greece. I mean, they're not girl. together, so they're not together. Well, but, they're like, up, Tristy. Yeah, so um, very curious on like if there's like a co-parenting yeah. plan for this child, or if it's just straight up like here's my donation. Yeah, apparently it, someone has said like they do co-parent very well. Like for what other other dra- other drama has gone on, like I I guess they do that well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I assume anything is better than the disaster that happened with like Kanye West and uh, Black China. So. <laughs> Like true in the scheme of like exes of the yeah. like it's it's fairly mild but yeah 
Um, it, so Mazel Tov to them. In other baby news, like Mazel Tov to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, they have welcomed girl number two. Um, um, biggest Mazel Tov needs to go to Benifer. Yes, who uh, Jennifer Lopez just like kindly announced that she was married by taking a naked selfie. <laughs> Well, like, you can tell she's naked, but she's not, like, the sheet is covered, but, like, you can tell she's naked. In bed, um, they had, like, some Vegas numptuals, and she's now Jennifer uh, Lopez Affleck. Uh, Jennifer Lynn Affleck. Oh, Lynn, sorry. Yeah, she removed Lopez. I'm assuming she's still going by that as her professional name, because... Jay Affleck doesn't really have the same right? Jay, Jay Affleck isn't the same as, as J Lo. I don't know if it's caught on quite as well, but um, yeah, her and and Ben, twenty years after the original wedding, um, you know they they've done it. They've gotten married. Yeah. Um, we love to see people come full circle, and here we are. So apparently, she wore a dress from one of her old movies and like there has been a lot of research into which movie it was and it hasn't been determined yet so I don't know if it was like a scene that was cut or like a movie that wasn't released right. or something like that I'm but, trying like, to think of I can't think of any movies where she would wear like a wedding appropriate dress well she gets married in nearly every movie she does. true like, made true. in Manhattan and the like, wedding planner the wedding planner like She's she's seen a few weddings. She's almost seen as many movie weddings as real life weddings. Real life weddings. Real life. Um, um, honestly, she should have gotten married in that Grammy, like iconic green dress because, like that, recreated in white or something. Yes, that thing has lasted the test of time, and maybe that would have been good luck for the wedding. It might have been. It might have been. Although, she doesn't I need to get married in that, white, Jill. I think she She's been married dress, so many times. I think she wore that dress when she was dating Puff Daddy, though. So I don't think uh, you can dress from, like, another relationship. Noted. Noted. Um, so, yeah. I think that's why probably she didn't. Otherwise, she would have, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Well, congrats to them. Happy for them. They seem um, great. I need, I'm not sure, are you, like, you're a resident housewives expert. Are you up to date okay. on what's going on with Jen Shaw? Okay, so I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of, she's on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I haven't watched a lot of that. But, um, so I did watch a bit of the first season, and she comes across as quite rich, as they all do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after the first season was released, like she was basically <laughs> then, uh, arrested for wire fraud, including like her, her assistants were subpoenaed, I think, and had to like testify. Um, but it came out this week. So that was almost a year. I think it was at least a year ago. Um, but she pled, she pled guilty this week. Honestly, don't think she could last in prison. So let's hope she just gets like house arrest sentence. Well, she's like up for like almost fourteen years in yeah. prison for this like wire fraud and yeah. um, money laundering, which like targeted the elderly and disabled people. Yeah. So like, I think it was like a phone scam. Yeah. Yeah, it was a phone scam. One of those like cool little phone scams, um, targeting as as you noted, like elderly people. Um, yeah. So it's very interesting because like she's going through that and then 
And you expect like the housewives to be these like rich, you know, they live this extravagant life. They all have like jobs that you can't really explain how they make that much money. But um, your favorite housewife who we have discussed, Erica Jane, who is married to the Aaron Brockovich, one of the Aaron Brockovich lawyers, not the one noted <laughs> not in, the the one movie in the movie or the Wikipedia case, but like, um, he's also been indicted on um, fraud and she has been kind of like a co-labeled as like a co-conspirator. And it came out, I think, a week or two ago that she had to return these, like, ridiculously expensive earrings that he bought her for, like, I forget how much money um, they were. But it, it basically came out she was using his, like, company card for things that were obviously not part of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see, like, two housewives go down in a mere matter of uh, months here. But well, it sounded like Jen like had been claiming her innocence right up into the minute where she pled guilty. And so, yeah, I don't think she's going to have much of a choice in terms of serving time because that was part of the plea agreement was the she, she basically said, yeah, she basically so. said she wouldn't she wouldn't or she would plead guilty if she would have to serve less than 14 years or something like that, I think. Well, or, the maximum the maximum she could serve is thirty years, and so the prosecutors okay. are recommending up to fourteen as part yeah. of the, the plea agreement, plus a bunch of um, financial restitution. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think she's probably looking at least a decade in there, maybe some more less with good yeah. behavior or something like that. But um, it sounded like the rest of her cast members and like Andy Cohen are like just floored by the turnaround because she'd been like obviously even behind yeah. closed, closed doors insisting that she was innocent and everything here so yeah I love Andy Cohen I have read all of his biography like biographies and they are great like well it sounds like fantastic. she's gonna she's gonna still be a member of the show because obviously this is okay. a big plot point so yes um we'll hear some more about the situation as um okay I will watch and report yeah um we're almost out of time here I know. Um, but lastly, I think we should talk about Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Because he has been living La Vida Loca. Um, and recent allegations have come out that he basically had like an incestual relationship with his nephew. nephew um, yeah. who's, who's 20. Underage. Yeah, Did they so have relations when he was underage? I think it was the claim, right? Likely being that he's just 21, 21 now. Yeah. But, um, but it's interesting because like obviously Ricky Martin is like, very much denying these allegations. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, it's like, it's essentially like being charged as like a domestic violence charge against okay. him. It could be up to 50 years. Um, but even like the father of this, so like his, the, the father of the accused. So like his accused, brother or brother, something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Has, has basically come out and said like, my son really struggles mentally. Like he has some like, Oh, wow. Okay. Um, They're very fabricated. Like, so there's not a lot of like, you know, but like that kind of accusation is like career ruining. Yes. I mean, you look at army hammer, he's out selling timeshares down in, in the Caribbean because his accusations. We (laughs) always come back to army hammer and thank you. Like, Thank you so much. Just needed to drop that in there. But like, yeah. you look at something like, I mean, Army Hammer's 
cannibalism um, versus like, right. you know, incestual abuse relationships kind of thing. Like both of these are like career altering accusations, yeah. whether they have merit or they don't. And, um, you know, hopefully there's enough information that they can, you know, figure out what the actual, yeah. um, the truth is, but they were having a hard time even is- issuing the paperwork Turkey Martin because they couldn't find him. Wait, where um, is he? Like off the grid. I told you, he's just living, living in a Um, I do want to circle back to Army Hammer for a quick second. Just, you know, a brief moment in time. Because when this article came out that he is selling timeshares. It started with a picture. Where like someone then, was like, is this Army Hammer selling me a timeshare? And then I think it turned into a Barstool Sports like one minute man. And then all of a sudden it was on people. But his lawyer stated that he cannot comment on it. And it's like, wouldn't you prefer commenting on this? It's This isn't a difficult thing to comment on. Like, he is or he isn't versus my client's a cannibal. Like, this is easy. So, apparently, Army Hammer has been cut off from his, like, family fortune. Because um, his, his family was wealthy, obviously, yeah. before he was an actor. And so... Um, he's been cut off. It's come out that Robert Downey Jr. paid for his, like, rehab stay. Um, Honestly, blessings, Army Downey Jr. Like, thank you. Well, it depends. Are you paying for the rehab stay of a cannibal or are you paying for the True. rehab stay of an innocent man? Like, alleged. Alleged that, cannibal. Yeah. Not that Robert Downey Jr. is without his faults. He's had his own yeah, string right. of problems. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – he was spotted – obviously in the Cayman Islands, what we it appeared to be selling timeshares there. Yeah. Um, but he is back in LA right now. Um, wow. So Take, I don't know if he got like, like PTO or like how. That, know, well earned, <laughs> that well earned money. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know, it's been a while since we had an Army Hammer news drop. So we're, we're back to it. it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think that's all we had though for the week. Yes. So, um, you know, I guess we'll find out TBD on what happens with the rest of these news stories next week. I know. Hopefully we have some good signings here in Calgary. That'd be nice. That well, not be... here, but you know, in Calgary. Yeah, that would be <laughs> nice. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, Jill. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.